it's such a fine balance because you could be coming from compassion you might even speak a little rough and coarse because now you want bala for the other person but it could just take that slight that slight thing to fall off because then you could get grod the moment anger's come into it even though you was doing so well it was balancing perfectly you had the compassion going on and then and then that just creeps in and then bang you're off and you then that's what i refer to then i've just walked away from why grew again as long as i keep telling myself no i want to go back yeah. i want to go i like it with why grew it's much better with why grew yeah. instead of being so hard to ourselves i can't believe you got angry oh my god and if i just said to myself i don't want to be here i want to go back to why grew i think we've got a much better chance to walk away from that vicar and if you just to frame something like that and and it's true like who wants to be there like we all want to oh, we all rather be with white group like who 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 wants to be there and that's the truth but we sometimes we're so hard on ourselves we take longer to go back to white group you break it like you said you just break yourself even yeah, more yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, you're shooting yourself down even more than having that compassion for yourself to say look you fell get back mm. up Welcome to the Jubji Sab podcast. In today's episode, we'll be going through the 11th Bodhi stanza of Japbani, blessed and given to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Today, we're going to be covering and looking at is it possible to just somehow switch on these divine qualities within ourselves like compassion, or is it something we can work towards? and if it is then how do you even get there so before we get into it let's say a further to our guest harpreet kaur that will be joining joining us today for this episode why guruji ka khalsa why guruji ki fateh so we're going to get straight into the first line pangti where maharaj is saying sunaya sara guna ke ga what we'll do is we'll break down some of these words literally first and so the sunya is always translated to through listening to the one's name that deep inner connection to vaiguru some call that the, the intuition which is beyond even our life experiences just a deeper knowing coming from that divine intelligence so from that sara sara is going to be translated here to oceans and gona uh qualities the divine qualities of of god ge ga ga is translated to deep when we put this together it reads to say one obtains the deep ocean of divine virtues so when we look at that what are some of these divine virtues we looked at them we looked at some of those in the last body but maharaj gives a list of them to us in gurbani and that list is sat santokh daya dharm sach so there's a few pankhtiyan uh we ji preacher and that will come up with with all of these five and because we often see the four that comes up but here we've got five listed and so these are some these divine qualities sat sat here 
like Professor Sahib Singh translated it, that when Sat and Santok come together and the Sat here, the Tatta has got an Ankar underneath it, the Sat can be translated to when you become of a giving nature. I was listening to somebody a few days ago and interestingly, they said that that's actually one of the natures of God. God is naturally just giving. So again, when we get closer to that, to that divine light, so when we get closer to that, to that light of Vaiguru, we naturally become more giving. So these, I think, are really great indicators for us as well to be able to look at, because sometimes we can be in this illusion to think, oh, am I close to Vaiguru or am I not close to Vaiguru? And you know when Maharaj said to us that, that some are closer and some are further away. But Gurbani can be used for us to have a look at, and it should be our our kasavati, our go-to, our touchstone to have a look at. Actually, am I close or am I far away? Because I don't want to be in this. I don't want to be like in this illusion of thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I'm with Vai Guru. But when I read Gurbani, it might tell me something else. So if here Sat, one of the qualities of Vaheguru Saraguna Kega is Sat, is Sat in this context being when you become more giving. And if we're not, if we're still very self-centered and we're living a life that is very selfish, and then surely that is an indication showing us that we're not close to Vaheguru. Not that Waiguru isn't close, but we've we've created this veil and layers between me and Waiguru. Because if I was close to Waiguru, naturally I would be like that. I would naturally be more giving. Yeah. So I love it when somebody makes that face and, and, and that's why I you know, it's it's always good to have a guest like that because then I can get challenged. Because uh preacher and normally just agrees with me. And uh so yeah, let, let, what, what what are you thinking? I was thinking about rituals mm-hmm. and I was thinking that someone can look like they're giving mm-hmm. um, and doing seva and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But inside they're not giving. Yeah, It's a ritual. Mm-hmm. So I think the intention behind something is just as important as the action. A hundred percent. So this isn't, so this is talking about when your nature becomes that. But then. So How would somebody to know? So then that ritual might be a ritual at first it's like a child how they learn to do something yeah they'll learn to do it they don't know why they're doing it first and then sometimes the comprehension comes after the actual action Mm. and it's the same with that's when you when you're saying it does it make you more closer or not it's more that um you could do something and at first it's not Mm. it's the right thing to do but your intention's not there but then with Uji's Girpah you, it comes one, and mm-hmm. the the intention comes from doing the action. Yeah, I t- I t- yeah, of course it makes sense totally. So, and in the way I was explaining it was actually the other way round. Mm-hmm. So, it's not that it's not that now somebody is giving to get there, but it's to know if I'm close to Waiguru 
you will naturally be that. That makes sense. But to naturally be something, yeah. say for example, I know myself. I'm. I can naturally just my thought pattern can be negative, and I have yeah. to work on it being positive. Mm. But if I work on it long enough, mm. it might become then my nature to be yeah, naturally course. positive. So that's our second step. Is yeah. then how do you get there if you're not? Mm. Yeah. So that's that's so. What we're saying here, when we look at Sonia Saraguna Kega, what that Pangati is saying is that when you're when you connect when you've got that connection with Waiguru and you just are being guided and that intuition is just there constant. So this is saying that you will obtain all of these divine virtues, these this this ocean filled deep divine virtues and so they will just be there and so before we look at if we if we haven't got them and then how do we get there this just recognizing first is that what this is saying is that if you are connected if you are in the avastha of sunya you will just naturally have those you know ocean that that deep as an ocean virtues and if you haven't then that just that's okay because that just it's it helps to know what work you have to do yes yeah and so this helps us to kind of know okay so i'm not there but that's where i would that's where we whole point of a journey the whole point of being on a spiritual path is for us to know that that's where we want to go yeah. so this tells us like the ideal or or it just tells us that's how it is if somebody if you really are in tune with listening to why grew from inside you will have that you will have these you will just be have that nature of giving you will be sadhus and talk you will be content you won't be chasing external pleasures to have that inner um contentment but you can enjoy the pleasures of the world mm. but you're not doing it for the con- purpose of contentment yeah. and if we are then if we're still chasing them from external things that means that we still haven't yet dived into that ocean which is okay but at least we know then that that's where we want to be that's where we want to go mm. So make more sense. It makes more sense. My, my, the question yeah. in my mind is that: What if Guruji's give back at one point you was in that kind of place, mm-hmm. and from whatever choices or things you come away from it? And obviously, a, a spiritual journey is not a straight line. You're no. not always growing. Sometimes no. you 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 go back to go forward, or you you're taken back to learn something to then move forward. Um, that's if the we question. just rephrase that. Because I'm like, I'm so particular about how we word things. Okay. Even though that is right, it, it is technically right as well that you know we're taken back, but we're only taken back because of our of our own actions. Yeah. So it's still it's not that because sometimes what a lot of people think is out there that there's a God that is doing that to you intentionally. Mm. It's God's got a plan for you. Let me just put you there so you can learn this. It's not that. It's just the the nature of how things work. We end up 
doing such an action and then within Waigru's will that action takes us back there that's yeah. why you're saying kenereke do yes. because it's yeah. it's, it's with yeah, the government it's, you, it's with your action cho- that takes you back choice. that's what I'm saying yeah. someone can be there and have yeah. that innate thing but doesn't mm. mean that it doesn't go mm. and you have to work yeah and then you still have to learn the, yeah. the lesson but again people say god's trying to teach you a lesson it, no god's not even at that point when we go back it's about because not everyone does learn the lesson so that wouldn't be god trying to teach us the lesson even at that point it can still go two ways we can either try and learn the lesson to what's put me back here what's taken me out of that grace of being that person that was very that was unselfish that was very giving that was very content and now I'm not I've, I've obviously done something within this game of how it's set up to put me back there mm. and when I'm back there not everybody does take that opportunity to learn what has brought me back here and you can end up further back or then you start to learn most of the time for myself i i i end up for some reason or another um needing more and more pain before i decide to learn the lesson <laughs> i'm not doing it consciously hmm. and but for whatever reason i get i go back and then i go not and not enough i need to go more back but not consciously you know and just one of those idiots that 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 end up getting more and more pain because i get it more and more wrong and then eventually i think oh, wait there i need to learn something here i'm i'm you've got to take that responsibility i'm doing something for me to be in this place for me to suffer like this i'm doing something i'm obviously responding to this world in a way that is putting me there. Mm. So yeah, it, it's about learning that lesson. Huh? Um, if we just go through those those qualities, the five, Sarnaya, Sat, sorry, not Sarnaya, and then the Sat, Santok, then they are. They obviously being the compassion. And it's one of my favorite ones that you know you don't really you're not supposed to have favorite qualities but you know <laughs> maybe one that just sticks out for me it's a starting point though isn't yeah. it yeah and 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 how would you describe the apanji before i would just i would describe it as um using whatever girbaguruji is giving you to help those around you okay um but now i would say that it's using what Guruji is giving you for you first to then give more to everyone around you. Because mm. I think a lot of people think they're not, com- or they're not, they don't have, they are. Um, if, if, they inca- if they include themselves in, mm-hmm. into it, and actually that's where it comes from, it's, it's inside. So mm. you have to include yourself in that they are. So if you, was, if you had to describe they are as an emotion, because as a as having this physical body, brain, mind, it's expressed through this physical body as an ex, um, as an emotion. How would you describe there as an emotion? What's the nature of it? It's, 
it's just peaceful. Mm. I think um, when you, it doesn't matter what it is, you understand uh, or it gives you understanding. So it doesn't matter who it is or what the situation is. You you have that understanding that there's something else behind it. Um, so then you're, you're okay. Mm. I heard it being uh, defined in a way that really, really resonated. And that was the, the nature of there as an emotion is experienced as when you want, voila, when you want, you know, you want the good of something mm. and you want to make something better. And when you see suffering, you want that suffering to come to an end. That's the feeling of there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It gives, but it, that's what I was saying. It gives you that understanding, mm. so that you can see the situ, that you can see a thing as a whole. So mm. then it, you can help it as a whole. Rather. So than if you were to give an example for it, because you mentioned that it's going to be for yourself too, mm. and how that could be for ourselves is that if I'm going through something and I'm feeling a certain way and having there for yourself then would mean that I also, there's an emotion inside me that also wants my own suffering to end. And, and there's an energy that is willing to work on that as well. Mm. And, and then the act that comes from it is when you when you said the kindness and helping someone, the act that comes from it then is dharam. Because there in itself isn't an external action. But in the action, they could be there, but that action is then called dharam. So, for example, now, if you was dying of thirst, or you're just thirsty, yeah, well, maybe it's a bit more extreme because then you're suffering. Yeah. So if you're suffering in thirst and, and, and my heart initially said that, oh, wow, I don't want it to be suffering in that thirst. So that's the day. And from there then comes the action. Let me get Benji some water. Mm. And then that's the, my, that becomes the dharam. Yes. Yeah. When I actually give you the water. So there alone in itself is very powerful and because not out, not all times they them not might not necessarily actually saying that I was going to say there not might not always be an action from it and that could be true for some cases but there in itself is so powerful and healing because if you're now again using the example, we could switch the example around, but I'm just going to stick to it like this. It's just easier, right? For me, it gets complicated otherwise. Mm -hmm. So say if you now, like, you're hurting mentally, whatever, and then the action might there just be for me to listen with compassion. So the listening there to you would be the dharam, my dharam in that moment. But it can only be called dharam if there's daya in it. And then even if I need to then say a few words to you, 
that are going to support you and comfort you, even them, they are only taram, what I'm saying, within taram, if they come from there. Where as I'm speaking to you, it's like there's an emotion that is saying that I want this pain to go. And then that's that there. So these are just things that you will naturally be if you're in that ocean, the ocean of virtues, which is where you're connected to why Guru inside. And, and I try and use these as an indicator when I'm not experiencing them to let myself know I've, I've walked away from why Guru. And I, and it's not, and then I, and then it's a self-reflection for myself to say, I, I need to go back to Vaiguru. Because these are, are the Sargun Surup of Vaiguru. This is the manifestation of Vaiguru, these, these qualities are. Like, Vaiguru in the formless is beyond all of these. Because in that oneness, as that stillness, is, these don't need to be there present. That's just bliss. That's just but this is the Sargun's Rupa Vaiguru. So then I tell myself that you've you've not with Vaiguru anymore. Like go back. Like Vaiguru's there, but I've walked away. Mm. But the thing is, during those moments it's always easier to find to try and think that there must be an external fix because it's just the easiest thing to think at that point so we've covered Dharam which is the fourth gun and then we've got Satya here because the first Sat would be giving and then the, the, the fifth one here Satya now is and there's also a Pankti where the fifth one is spelled differently and they've spelled it as such. And so we could actually translate that truth to be purity. So over here we've got Sat Santok Deyataram Such. Santanate Mantale. And this is by Guru Arjun Devji. And they said that the saints have given me this month, this this guidance, that these are the five that you need to know if you're with Vaiguru. And such purity, and the way I see purity, how would you see purity, Benji? Mm. What would it mean to be pure for you? Trying. Trying to do what Guruji tells you to do. Okay, I, know, I wouldn't have looked at it like that. That's really interesting. Because I don't think, as a human being, I don't think you can, well, you could be, um, but I think... You are pure because Guruji is pure, so and your Guruji is inside you in that sense. But then you have the the layers of onions, if you will, yeah. that are not that, and it's peeling those back to get back to that purity. Mm -hmm. So, so how how could we start getting there at a practical level? To so, what are some of the practical things we could do then to start? being more pure so doing what guruji like tells you to do so if you're with guruji's kripa blessed with red 
starting with your earth mm-hmm. um if you know he gives you certain things to um speak the truth like don't lie so work on not lying um uh he gives you the, the things to to do seva so do yeah. what little bit of seva you're able to do and mm-hmm. make it a, a habit mm-hmm. and and yeah and just keep working on it is a it's a constant it's a it's a work in progress is a constant work yeah, in progress yeah of course of course yeah, yeah yeah and i think when when i think of such i think of like you know cleaning like it out water <laughs> and then it's clear something clear and i always then think to myself am i being clear mm. and i think i was speaking to my sister this morning something simple as she was trying to plan her day and for her birthday and it was she was planning to do something she was trying to uh, set something and she was she needed to book something and pay for it for some of the family to go and she kept fraffing around like she wasn't she just wasn't pressing the book and paying for it and she was going in circles and she'll start then having a chat and going back oh yeah i need to do, i need to do that i need to. and then i just looked at her and i said uh, she said my mind's just uh, i felt clear this morning but i feel a bit you know scattered now i think i'm tired i overslept to after i went to uh, sleep after amrutulana i said nah it's not that I said you don't want to go there and um she said you're right that you're not being clear with yourself just be truthful mm-hmm. to yourself first at least and then just say it out loud said i don't want to go i said that's why you're not pressing that button just doing it to please other people it's not what you want to do and i think often when we're not always clear and that can be a process is to start practicing those steps 100% to being more such mm. or such with ourselves as well and even if if somebody's got a certain struggle and if you know sometimes like we've got a certain want but then we'll try and do the and then because we, we we're so conditioned by oh but bonnie says this bonnie says that so and not fully grasping it we shouldn't really have all these desires so even though we've got it we'll pretend we haven't but that's not going to make that desire go away pretending you haven't got it so that's not being clear and there's times we just need to be truthful to ourselves to start with and if it helps do it as a practice to say it out loud yeah i do want that car you know i'm not going to lie to myself at least whether i'm going to then then i can do the process after that you know do i need it all of that you know that comes with it but first at least be clear to yourself and i think in that way we can start practicing purity more and more and more and starting to become more and more conscious we're so afraid to sometimes just say it to even ourselves mm. and how are we going to get it to somebody else and i think we can never work uh, uh, when maraji saying these gona are ga are deep 
you can never work out the limit of what they are is. Mm. You can never say it's just this. It's so profound when you're in the experience of it. And I think when you're really there and living it, so many things won't make sense it's not conscious. logically. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's you know, you can try and work out with your own mind and your intellect to say, actually, I would, I would be like this, I would act like this. But you only know when you're in it what they actually is, what compassion actually is, what it really means to feel content. And you can try and work it out, but you only know when you're there. But I would really use these as an indicator to see where am I. And how far am I? Or how close am I? We go to the next one. Do you want to say, add anything to that? Uh, in my mind at go the moment, on. it's uh, just tying them all together because you were saying like the starts with the they are, but then it's the term, the action. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, uh, you know, from my own experience, will do the actions for other people. They mm-hmm. forget to do them for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that comes from like self-reflection and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get your clarity mm-hmm. to get to that such uh, mm-hmm. that you're saying that clear that clearness. Yeah. It's just all, I'm just connecting it, it, yeah, all connecting it all together. Yeah. Now I, I found it very interesting to see those come up in a list in that way. Mm. And then it makes so much sense what Professor Saib Singh said that the first sat with an onkar teamed up with Santok would be where that means to be giving of a giving nature. And then then that then the last one will be such to practice truth. And uh, I do quite like that analogy, Benji. I think it was kind of formulating in the morning. And then I just looked at the bottle there and it kind of just fell into place. Uh, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. There's loads of little bubbles in there. And, that, and those bubbles could represent like when we're not being clear to ourselves. Got to filter it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I think that, that that in itself is a process to start to have the ability to be able to see what needs filtering out and and that will happen in different ways i can't remember i was talking about this recently where that could come from just having a chat you might bring it to my awareness no as long as it's with compassion bringing it to my awareness you know not not one of those are they gone but i have even that might be in compassion to be honest you know <laughs> yeah. So even that could be Taram. <laughs> the act itself could be righteous if it's coming from compassion. Because Maharaj did say Bahar Guddar Pale Sansar. You know, might, as long as it's silky from inside, you know. Because <laughs> that's what that Pangati means. Um might come out a bit coarse sometimes. <laughs> as long as it the silk is there. You know, but we don't want to fool ourselves of the silk as well. It's gonna genuinely be silk. And, um, but, but it, but it's so fine, the game that's again, I've just been having only now, you know, when we sit down to have these conversations, you realize when you're doing Sangat of Gursiks and you're having these conversations, 
they're not a waste of conversation and they all kind of start making sense. Like, what does it mean for this path to be so fine? And because literally it's such a fine balance because you could be coming from compassion. You might even speak a little rough and coarse because now you want bala for the other person but it could just take that slight, that slight thing to fall off because then you could get growth. The moment angers come into it, even though you was doing so well, you was balancing perfectly with, you had the right, you had the compassion going on, it was all silky, you know, and, uh, and, then, and then that just creeps in and then bang, you're off. And you, you then that's what I refer to. Then I've just walked away from why grew again, but that's okay because then I've got, as long as I keep telling myself, no, I want to go back. Yeah. I want to go. I like it with why grew. Mm. It's much better with why grew. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. I think just wording it like that itself, it sounds so much nicer. You know, if we use that type of language for ourselves, instead of being so hard to ourselves, I can't believe you got angry. Oh my God. And if I just said to myself, I don't want to be here. I want to go back to Waiguru. I think we've got a much better chance to walk away from that vicar, from that um, vice. If we, because to me, framing things are so important. And if you were just to frame something like that, and, and it's true, like, who wants to be there? Like, we all want to... Oh, sorry. We all rather be with white group. Like, who, who, who wants to be there? And that's the truth. But we sometimes be so hard on ourselves, we take longer to go back to white group. Break it, like you said, you just break yourself even yeah, more, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, you're shooting yourself down even more than having that compassion for yourself to say, "Look, you <laughs> fell, get back mm. up." I was speaking to somebody yesterday at Benji, and she was saying that she's got a mental health condition, and she's saying, "I don't get to do this for my dad. I don't get to do this." And then she goes, "I, I, I you know," and then I'm, I feel so guilty. And then other people have made her f feel that she should feel guilty. I was like, but guilt takes you away from Waiguru. You know, you can use it as, an, as a first indicator to say something's not right. Mm. Yeah, go, but if you decide to stay there, you're not going to get, you're just staying away from where your nithinim is trying to take you. you know, and sometimes we forget that this is all about God. And sometimes I'll hear people talk about Sikhi in such a way that God isn't even involved. It's like we've just got stuck on the railing. It's like, it's just all about the railing. Like, isn't this about God? So, I think we've covered Saraguna Kegwa. Yeah? Uh, um, Here, Maharaj, like, literally, uh, is saying that the Sheikh, first of all, is a Muslim leader, and then Abid is a Muslim saint, and then Badshah is a king. Mara is saying, like, with that deep inner listening to Waiguru's name, that you obtain the status of these, these leaders, of these saints and kings, 
and and I was just thinking that like what does that even mean <laughs> and and I would say that that's what it means to be that's what it like that's what it means to be a king doesn't it when you're when you're constantly connected to Vaiguru and you're and you're playing in that beautiful ocean of virtues like yeah that's what it means to be on top of the world on to really uh, and that's what it means to be a king that's what it means to be a leader when you're in that ocean of virtues and that and that that's a king that I'd love to be anyway no so uh is your next one sarna ande bab hai ra so here maharaj is saying that even those that are completely ignorant and blind so blind here referring to them completely ignorant and but when you start to really tune yourself with that with that true inner listening that the path of how to walk in this world which direction to go that's where it comes from is when we disconnect from inside from that naam from vaiguru speaking to us then we can try and work it out and that's why like gurbani helps us and to rein us in and but we could still we could still interpret it incorrectly we could still you know completely we could forget that message but that's why ultimately gurbani is taking us back to inside and saying when you remain connected to that deep inner voice of vaiguru it will never take you the wrong way it's impossible you can read a line of gurbani and because of your own interpretation you could still take the wrong path that's why we the truth is this we've got so many people within the pond they've it's like almost i feel like they're following two different religions just because of their interpretation you could literally just give them different names but it's the same bani that's why guru sahib said like the bani is to take you back in is to show you that this is the actual way to go this is the path and we all know how we kick ourselves when we go against that because that will never never get you to go against why guru that it's like it's like a a road mm-hmm. and you've got hills either side and like the like one is your is the walls if you will your boundary mm-hmm. to keep you on the path mm. heading the right way and not to fall off the hill mm. kind of thing mm. and just from your own experience when you like having those moments where you're deeply connected to that deep inner knowing of how that has guided you in your life has it ever been wrong it can't be because it's why guru we forget that that it's not just because sometimes these terms have been belittled 
that, oh, just wait from your intuition. So this isn't just the intuition from your life experiences. This is from the intelligence of the creator itself we're talking of. Because there is that, we spoke about that in one of the podcasts. There's that, there's that intuition that comes from your life experiences. Some people are very in tune with that and they're able to just tap into that. But there's something deeper than that. That is the, the antarjami, the knower. The, when we say that Vaiguru is Sat Chitanand, that, that Chit is referring to that knowing. And um, have you ever gone against the knowing? Yeah. Paid for it very heavily. It's heavy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But I, I experience it with even, not even big life decisions, with the smaller Small things in life ripple. as well. It's the ripple. Yeah. From the simplest thing of, from for even sleep, say if I've slept enough and my insides told me you're done, but it might have only been three, four hours, but I just know it's right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tap into my intellect and my memory. Oh, but the, you know, the doctors have said <laughs> seven to eight hours and I need to give myself more rest, my body, and then I... I, I follow that instead. So I leave God behind and I feel mashed. Mm. Like my head's banging and I was fresh the first time around. No. And then I go with the doctors <laughs> and, um, and then um, like, yeah, my whole day's wrecked. It's that faith, isn't it? And if we could just get that faith into saying like, yeah, that's the one. So I've given a very light example. I call it light, but it's not light because it, it, it actually then will affect my whole day. You know, and then for the, obviously, for the bigger things in life as well. No? And. It's all those little things that add up to make the big things. Mm -hmm. And I suppose we can build our faith through the smaller things. And the more we follow it, naturally, even today, they, they, they say that psychologically, to build faith, and they did this huge study, what they found was, how do people truly build faith? So I could say I've got faith in this or in God or whatever, in, in, in my religion or in the scriptures. And they say, so the people can say all these words, but what they found with these studies are, all, when people have true deep faith is when they have snippets of evidence through their life. And that's then proven through studies that these are the people that have got deep faith that doesn't budge. So for example, if I listen to that once, and even though my mind is still telling me, you're going to be tired, you're going to need a nap, but I'm actually feeling fresh. Yeah, but, but it doesn't make sense. You've only had four hours and, and I'm going. It's nine o'clock, ten o'clock. I've, I've been spot on. And then you do that a few times and you get evidence. Wow, this like, this actually works when I listen to that. And so whether I say I've got faith or not, that is naturally building faith for me. And that then becomes deep, that faith does. 
And whenever you've not gone with that voice, that is also evidence, isn't it? When it goes, as they call it, pear-shaped. <laughs> and this is, and I think going forward, this is one of the only ways that in today's world for us to be able to to start translating Gurbani is through these real conversations. This is how it can become relatable. It's not just there, out of reach. And everyone will have, if they reflect, everyone will have that evidence for themselves. Mm. Whether what not oh, to yes. do or what to do, they, they'll have that evidence. It's just being aware of it. You know, something comforting from this line. Because under here could also, not just spiritually ignorant, if we took under here to be somebody that isn't, have, hasn't really got a sharp intellect and doesn't have a lot of book knowledge. And I see this sometimes in like the generation, like my parents' generation, some of the, especially a lot of the women that are not educated. And sometimes they feel really low about themselves, but I see a lot of intuition in them. And... And, and I see that this is what, like, this could also mean this. Maharaj is giving you that comfort that I, I hear it all the time. People say, I want to learn more about Sikhi, but there's no so much already. And I want to learn more. And, and I'm, I'm like, what do you want to learn? That's fine. But don't think that that's going to take you to where you want to go. Yeah, you know enough, really. And what Maharaj is saying here is that you could be pretty blind in, you might not have a lot of knowledge, but if you follow that, if you're connected and you go through the processes of cleansing yourself, the noise of your mind and be more in tune with that, you'll know where to go. You'll know how to walk in this life. You don't need a lot of knowledge for that. Because I, I hear a lot of people beating themselves up. I, I don't know enough. Maharaj didn't say you need to lo know loads intellectually. Maharaj says one word can do it for you. Just do it. <laughs> Just get on with it. Mm. <laughs> and then we've got the last Pangati. Is that the last Pangati? Yeah. Of, then obviously Nanak Pangata. So now we've got Surya Hath Hove Asaga. So Hath is our hand. Yeah. And Hove, a cigar. A cigar is referring to, again, a, uh, a deep ocean. And gar is the deep, and then us is referring to the ocean. But here the ocean isn't the ocean of virtues. Here the ocean is this world that is not so easy to get across, to walk through, because it's filled, it comes with us having to walk through it with the reason why it's so difficult is because of our own attachments and Guru Sahib made it clear so many times in Gurbani it's because of our own attachments we drown and that but what Maharaj is saying here is that as difficult as this life is this world is to get through and it could feel like oh my god how am I going to get across that ocean that's Whoa, that's deep. 
I'm so attached. I'm, I've got, this is just crazy. I'm not going to get there. I'm never going to get across there to Waiguru. Seems so far away. But what Marad's saying here is actually, when you again tune yourself to that inner knowing to Waiguru, then what seemed so deep and you could never get there, but it's just like a, it's only hand deep now. Heart, heart over. That ocean's become that deep. And it's like, whoa, I can, how did I get there? That's all that's left. Just that deep. And because that is the, through that, through that inner knowing and being in tune with that, this life won't seem so difficult. It's because we disconnect from that and we get caught and entangled in our attachments. Is, is what is making this, this world look so deep, as deep as an ocean, and we think this is impossible. There's no way I can get across this. And it's because we become disconnected. And we're not following that anymore. And, you know, it's so amazing that we have this in Gurbani, in Japji Sahib, these, these type of lines. Because I think the way it was translated before, it wasn't, just wasn't giving much. But it just makes it so much more relatable. In a sense, I, th I think, no, more than relatable, what, what it's making me feel is that... <sighs> It really wants me to connect, to remain connected to that, to that inner knowing and whatever is coming in my way, whatever, you know, the, the, the marks that are coming up in that where I'm not being clear, I can start removing them so I can hear more, so I can listen, Surya, and keep listening. And that's why you'll see a lot of Mahaburgs and Gurmukhs, when you ask them a question, they won't always answer straight away because they're not in reaction mode. And I've seen this so many times. You ask a Gurmukh a question, and for a moment they'll just close their eyes. And they'll just sit and go, go deep in themselves. And then they'll slowly like, speak to you. And I've seen many of them, and they'll have these like, squinched eyes. And it, you could tell they're speaking from a much deeper layer. And that's near they're listening before they tell you something. And, and most of us have experienced elements of that in our life. So it's not so alien, because Waigru is in all of us. And there's, all, there's always been moments in our life where whether it knowingly or knowingly, like they do it consciously, they're able to just take that moment, they know what to do, how to do it. But there's times in our lives, we end up doing it unknowingly. We just, there's this moment of just surrender. We've just, That is the Buddha Bebek. That is the, the Bebek Buddha means it, it helps you to separate what is true and what isn't. What is false and what is true. And that's what Bibek means. Bibek is you're able to distinguish the, the true path, the, the true way. And there's times when we just surrender 
Sometimes we do it without us knowing how we've done it and it just happens and it's just, we just know. And, but the Gurmukhs know how to, just how to do it consciously all the time. And that's why it's good for us as well to sometimes, if we're going to be in reactive mode, just, just wait, just take a breath and go inside because why Guru's there? Why Guru's there and just, and if you're not able to let go and hear anything, just do a das. To say, I've tried, because if you look here, I'm always saying that Nakiya karam aneka, I've done, tried so much, like, ugh, like, ugh, just going crazy, trying, you know. And then for a moment, Maharaj says, well, have you tried hard for you? Have you tried hard for you, Swami ke dware? Because then you'll get the babekabud from there of what to really do. And it's a moment-by-moment moment game, I feel. Like, it's just moment-by-moment. Moment. We'll keep slipping out. And then you just got to say, okay, aja wapas aja. Come back, come back. And then you just keep going back. So on that, Penji, just like, I can imagine like this ocean in front of me and I'm thinking, whoa, how do I get across that? And in that, I'm seeing all these weeds and like this entanglements, me, my attachments, desperately trying to hold on to things and thinking, how am I going to get through? And then I think, all right, it's okay. You know, why Guru show me? And I can just see that's, that's all that's left. Try and like visualize these things. Like, was there anything that's coming to mind for yourself before we move on? I think about the things that you could, I, I would consider I'm attached to, like being a mum. Obviously I'm attached to my my child in certain levels but I always remind myself of the bhangti that you read in Rara Seb and it, the the flamingo the, the, yeah, yeah the crane yeah, bird the I cra know it's translated as a flamingo, flamingo but yeah. yeah yeah and I just remind that you know when I'm worrying about Dogirpa like he's got it yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and just take a breath like you said mm. just take a breath and remember that Guruji's got it and you know it's it's already taken care of that's what I'm, that's what I was just thinking. Because, mm. and just knowing yeah. that, then I don't get bogged down. Because otherwise, I could get bogged down with worrying. There's so many times, especially when she's been ill or something, mm -hmm. and I'll get bogged down with the worry. Mm. Whereas, if I remind myself of that, Gridi's got her, and these things, then I can do more productive things in that situation. That'll mm. help that situation and help me in that situation as well. Um, so that's why it's important. To, and that, and that is that hard for your Swami In that moment, you just just losing to like giving yourself to I grew. And it's that moment by moment acceptance. That acceptance doesn't mean you're not going to do anything outward action towards it of mm. getting a better. What a lot of people don't realize is action that will come from that place will be babek will be what's actually needed and not out, out of our desperation out of that obsessiveness holding on where so many of our actions end up coming from Yeah, so the Pankti he was referring to Ude Udave Sakosa. There's another beautiful Pankti by Guru Ramdas Ji, similar to that, where they say that Jesse Gagan 
um, is it Jesse Gagan Faranti Udti? Is it Faranti Udti? Yeah. So Guru Ramdas she says Jesse Gagan Faranti Udti Kapre Bagge Wali. Saying that this crane bird that is wearing white bagge means white white clothes. So she's white in color. This crane bird, and she's Faranti uh, flying through in circles in the sky, but. The next line is so beautiful when Mara says, Oho rakhe cheet. But within her cheet, she keeps piche bich bachare in her child, within her chit, within her focus and conscious mind. Nitihirde saar samali. She's constantly looking after her child within her heart. And that is, and there's just a kudrati power, this natural power that. Her th- and I and I didn't realize and I didn't look at it like that. But the the Manamesimran Kariya that Pangti the from the Ude Uda Vesa Kosa it it's actually saying that there's such a Shakti within a mother that she could and I know this is referring to kind of surrendering to God, but like even on the other level, like we forget sometimes some of the abilities that we have that. That the the shakti and the power of the mind can do so much, even for our ch- children, and just having them in our chit in that way, it could teach them things that we could just from having that thought towards them, and um, and I just find it kind of amazing sometimes it's reading prayer. these things. Sorry, the thought is prayer. Yeah, yeah. So now. Finishing off with Nanak Pagata, Sada Vigas, Surnayanduk Papka Nas. Here, then Maharaji saying to bring these four Oriya to to a to an end. It, it, you know, shouldn't say an end because it's this you know never ending for us this journey with Gurbani and Nanak Pagata Sada Vigas. Maharaj is saying that the, the Bhagats are those, the devotees are those that are constantly in Vigas, constantly in bliss. And what that is saying to us is, it's just they're this constantly blossoming flower, but they've become like that because they don't disconnect from that voice. They only like that because of that. And they're in this moment by moment acceptance and whatever is coming to them, that's all they listen to. Because from there, they can never be suffering. We create barb. Our mistakes come from not listening. When we stop listening to what grew from inside. And that's what is causing us duk. The pain, the suffering is coming from that. And we've already discussed that. That... It's been very obvious when we don't. And for me, like I was saying, it's for every little thing. I'll even know from inside when a piece of food, I shouldn't be eating it. And and I eat it. And I will suffer. When and But it'd be so clear. Like, and I think the reason why I share that is to say it's that accurate that voice is. For everything. And it it's just beyond 
what we could comprehend. Because I'll tell you why it's so amazing, because that, I, was, I was with the Gursek the other day, actually, and um, who is traveling back from a program. And there's another Gursek, and he just handed us this pizza that was made like really thin crust, and it was amazing. And he says, oh, eat this on the way home. You know, somebody just made it fresh for me. I'll give it to you guys. And opened the box, I looked at it, and I just thought, Something like just didn't feel right, but I went against it. The other thing at it, he was fine. For me, it was coming up afterwards. It didn't digest. But why you already told me? And and like for the smallest of things, why you guides us if listening. Yeah. And and you know what? Like not not everybody even hears it though. If it's been lulled out, yeah, so yeah, 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 and and we've spoke about that in the other podcast, but and sometimes I feel that I'm so fortunate that I hear it, and I think, and then I scare myself. I think if I keep not listening so many times, because I do listen to, you know, not that bad, and and I think, why, Guru, are you going to stop talking to me? And and I just think, like, come on. Jeet Singh, sort this out. Like you don't want that to stop, then you will be in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's this is for me. It's very relatable and practical. I see the doc like that in an instant, and um, yeah, and, I, and I'd much rather be constantly blossoming and be like that, like like a beautiful flower. You know, and and I think the more we, you know. It's from these conversations, isn't it? Like, there's always that hope. I hope I could just awaken. I hope I could just do it more. Start listening more. Start listening more. Sangaji, um, I think it's been an amazing journey uh, through the Sronia Borya and this this deep listening. And like we said, we went through the stages. We can start learning how to listen inside by increasing our focus first on the everyday things in life. Just, we're having a conversation now, and for me to practice that, just really listen to Benji, and when she's talking, and not just wait to say what I want to say. I do that a lot, but I'm trying, I'm really trying to, to you know, overcome that. And learning how to actually listen to people more and more. I think I'm getting better, right, so pat on the back and but from those practices we can start listening inside more and more and so it's like building that muscle almost and so excited now to and then from the next episode we'll be moving to the Manneborya about having then having then that complete faith in what we're hearing that's the next stage, is not just hearing it, but actually having complete faith and following that sweetly, that voice. That, that's another conversation on its own, which we'll be having for the next four sessions. <laughs> uh, so, Sangaji, thank you so much for joining us. Please keep coming on this journey with us. And let's all pray to Waiguru to to Guru Sahib to continuously help us 
to listen to that deep inner voice of Vaheguruji that is inside of all of us. Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateji. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateh. Vaheguru.